you really free to choose? When you think you're choosing something, are you just confirming what God already pre-programmed you to do? Is that your excuse for your polar pop addiction? That's it. It's <laughs> God, God's will. God ordained that me I die to stop of, and get my polar what's that, pop. What's that sugar that they put in there? That the sweetener? I aspartame. Mean, aspartame. It's God's design. And if God doesn't want me to die of aspartame poisoning, <laughs> then I won't. You see, this is why this this is why this whole topic is a problem. <laughs> We are continuing our series here on Life Talks about God's sovereignty and man's responsibility. Where do they intersect or do they intersect at all? Yes. My name is Dan. I'm with Ben. We're the teaching pastors at Life Fellowship in suburban Charlotte, North Carolina. And we are in the middle of a series on hard questions that Christians must sometimes answer (laughs) and which they often ask. This might be the only two-parter that we take because it's just such a a huge one to to describe. So basically, we kind of wrestled with... Uh, in a general way, the topic of God's sovereignty. And in this episode, we're going to talk about man's, man's responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, I oh, mean, we said that in perfect answer. Yes. Um, <laughs> we can finish each other's <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say sandwiches because that's the that's the Frozen line. Remember Frozen? Okay. I have not watched Frozen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I'm an old dude. You've I, got grandchildren, Dan. And when they turn Frozen on, <laughs> I leave the room. <laughs> I go get pick a polar pop. I think it's God's will for you to watch Frozen. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he's already predestined me not to. So there. You see, we here's the danger of Christians with God's with not any any knowledge like me and any you. knowledge of God's sovereignty. We want to blame our stupid choices on God's sovereignty, right? So okay, last week, last time we talked about this idea of God being sovereign and His divine plan. Like there's no doubt that he has a divine plan for all of human history and every individual within that human history. He has a nothing's outside of his control. As R.C. Sproul said, there's nothing, there's not one molecule outside of the control of our God. And that we believe that the Bible makes that abundantly clear. Um, and so what we're going to talk about today is this idea of man's free will or man's freedom. So how free is man? And so um, there's two different schools of thought of how we define freedom for mankind. So the two schools are compatibility, easy for you to say, compatibilism and libertarianism. (laughs) You're still bringing it up. I'm not coughing. (laughs) The last episode we do of Life Talks, I'm going to talk about your problem with cough syrup. No, on the last episode of podcast, I'm bringing in my cough syrup and you will have a sip of it. That's what we're this doing. This podcast is going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so compatibilism is this idea. Um, those are the two different ways that we define human freedom. Compatibilism is this idea that you are free to do what you want according to your motivation and your desire and your nature. Okay? The, the libertarianism way of freedom is saying that you have the freedom to choose the opposite of everything that you choose to do. So like there's no influences on your decision. So you can choose whatever you want. Now, here's what we would say, here's what what I would say is that I believe the biblical perspective is compatibilism. Um because no, no human being is truly free in the purest libertarian sense because there are a lot of things I would like to choose to do, but I cannot choose to do because of my own human limitations, right? So we just know by 
by our own nature that we're we're limited from what we can choose. Um, we we can choose a lot of things, but there's a lot of things that we can't choose, and so we're not completely the the, the pure libertarianism. We're not we're not there it's yet. Impossible. It's impossible because yeah. of our human nature. Um, but more the, the Arminian perspective is that we're more we could say we're libertarianism. That that's the kind of freedom we have because they don't believe that when someone when a human makes a decision. Whether it's a it's a it's a decision for salvation to accept Christ, or a decision to obey or disobey God, that God puts any influence on us at all, and so that's the that's the Arminian perspective. I I align more with the compatibilism, which is freedom in a box. Freedom in a box. Yeah. yeah. So you have a box in which of in which you have plenty of free choices. Yeah. So the question is, how big is the box? Yeah, and that's that's the hard thing. Again, we're asking, we're trying to see beyond what we are living in. And so when you're saying we live within these bounds of freedom and we want to know what's outside of the box of our freedom and we want to see the extent of the box of our freedom, we can't really see it. We just know that there are limitations. Yeah, but the there. person, okay, so the person who is just a, a, a pure you know, whatever term you're going to use, but but they would say we are not free, that God sovereignty mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. already pre-assigned. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are basically ones and zeros in a matrix <laughs> that God has designed. Right. And, and that you really don't have any free will at all. Yeah. They're going to take issue with you. Yeah. Yeah, they and, will. And, and so, but how can that be defined at, of, as freedom at any level? Right. Because I, at the end of the day, it's still our choice of whether or not we're going to do that. For, and so th- I'm going to give you a, a series of biblical examples of this. Okay, this tension that we now have between, and again, when we're talking, let me just back up. When we talk about compatibilism, we're not talking about fatal, it's not mean fatalism. Okay, we're not talking about, well, it doesn't matter what I do, and we just sit around, you know, it's this hard determinism that we believe in. I, I, I don't believe in fatalism. I, I, I think that's a wrong perspective to, to view life. But it is a logical conclusion to someone who does not believe that we have free will. I don't believe so. I, I I can't I, wait for this part. <laughs> <laughs> because fatalism means that there's no there's no other alternative. You go back to the conversation that God had with David. If he says it doesn't matter what you do, Saul's going to catch you. That's that's a different. God knows if you choose this, this is going to take you this way. If you choose this, this will take you yeah, this way. Yeah, but it's foreknowledge, predetermination. That's you know that's where we've got to you know. Which takes us back to the conversation we had last time. And, and then our brains explode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple things that a couple of biblical examples of this: uh, the Exodus story. In, in in the book of Exodus, we have the story of God telling Moses, "I'm going to free you, but I'm going to have to show Pharaoh in chapter three my power, my ability. He won't let you go until he's aware of my power. Basically, I'm going to have to show him I'm really God. You're not." And then we see it laid out how the first few times it says that Pharaoh hardened his heart. And then towards the end, what does it say? God hardened. Mm -hmm. God hardened. So what was it? Did God harden Pharaoh's heart? So now all of a sudden, Pharaoh has no responsibility? No. Pharaoh had had the choice of whether or not he was going to let them go or not go. Um, So what was God doing in that moment to harden Pharaoh's heart? Because Pharaoh hardened his heart. And then God hardens Pharaoh's heart. <laughs> I almost said, I almost said fart. <laughs> Be careful how ta- fast you talk. Um, Dan knows this. I saw the Dan look on your well. face when you said that. Like, oh, did I almost say Parents that? are like, kids, shut your ears. <laughs> Pastor Ben said the F word. <laughs> you know, my kids were young that the F yeah, word yeah, was, was fart. fart. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
the 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 whole idea of God. <laughs> Dan's just gonna keep laughing now. Um, when, <laughs> let's try to recover this. Um, when I, so I just want you to know in the last two episodes of Life Talks, talking about divine sovereignty and man's free will, we have not we have referenced Nacho Libre and farting. Yes, on, yes. On, these are classics now, <laughs> classic editions. So what what does was Pharaoh held responsible for his decision, even though God hardened his heart? Yes, absolutely. What was God doing in that moment? God was simply helping Pharaoh to do what Pharaoh wanted to do. He just made sure that Pharaoh was stuck with the plan that Pharaoh wanted to do. So God was working alongside of Pharaoh to make sure, saying, that's what you really want? Okay, we'll we'll get there. Well, I will help you get there because that's what you really want, right? And so God ordained the hardening of Pharaoh's heart, both by Pharaoh's choice and God's choice, to show his power and his glory and his majesty, not just to the people that who are who are his his chosen people, but also the people of Egypt to say, This is who I am. You got to know who I am. And so <clears throat> that's one that's one example. Another example, um, you have uh you have Joseph and his brothers, right? His brothers hate Joseph. They sell him into slavery. He goes through that entire horrible ordeal. And at the moment, at the end of his life, what does Joseph say with the perspective that you, what you chose, you meant this for evil, but God's the one who placed to be here. God's the one that wanted me to be here to save you, to save humanity. So who's responsible Right, like, is is God going to say, "Well, I'm not going to blame you for the sin"? No, no. That like, God was God's sovereignty was God's sovereignty was in was in action at all times, even though, you know, could could the could Joseph had ended up in 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 uh, Egypt without the brother sinning? Possibly. I mean, we don't know that. Mm-hmm. There's no middle knowledge that we're aware of, but we know that God Joseph was able to look at the end of his life and say, "God, you you put me here." I can I can blame my brothers, but I know in your sovereign will you brought me here for a reason for a purpose. Um, we see First Kings chapter twenty two. We have this amazing story of Ahab and Je- Jehoshaphat, who are just I think it's Jehoshaphat. I can't remember what king it is, but it's the king of Judah, king of Israel, and I think it's Jehoshaphat. He's a good king, and he's like, hey, where all these prophets are prophesying, and they're like, you're going to have victory over this battle, and. Jehoshaphat's like, hey, where's a where's a prophet of Yahweh? And he's like, yeah, there's this one guy named Micaiah, but he never says anything good, and I I hate his guts. And <laughs> and Joe's like, well, come on, just this like I'm I'm a follower of Yahweh, bring him in. And so he comes in, and he first says, yeah, you're gonna have victory today, but very, you know, it's like this lethargic, like, yeah, go ahead and fight. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, how many times have I told you? Tell me the truth. And he's like, this is what God revealed to me. God wanted, you know, asked his divine counsel. You know, I need someone to, you know, convince Ahab to go into battle with these people. Who who's going to do it? And some spirits like, I've got an idea. I will tell all of his prophets to prophesy a certain thing, and will want to make them want to do it. And so God said, God sent a lying spirit to these prophets to convince Ahab to go to to battle, so that God's will could be accomplished to kill Ahab. So again, it's this. You see behind the curtain of of how God is orchestrating human events to take place, and He's even using the spirit realm to influence humans to get humans to make choices that they always wanted to do. Does that make sense? Yes. However, you have to juxtaposition this alongside about the known attributes of God. Yeah. 
Otherwise, it begins to fall apart, and then you could literally assign evil, evil to God. Evil to and God. we know again, again, we cannot assign evil to God because God he doesn't no choose evil, evil right? He right? No evil. He's not the author of evil. Evil exists because He's created beings who are who are not Him and who have chosen to say, "I will." In order for love to be possible, we talked about this in our mm-hmm. other episode. In order for love to be possible, which is the greatest good, He had to cho- create an ability for people to reject to reject Him. And so there's this freedom we all have to reject God. And so, and then when you bring in, so those are just some some historical examples. Then when you bring in the whole idea of salvation, right? You you have this idea of God predestining, electing. Um, You have this, even Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace are we saved through faith. It is not of works. Uh, It is a gift of God, uh, you know, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And then in the verse 10, what does it say? For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, you know, for his workmanship that he prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. So we're created for good works that he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So, you know, there's this idea of God's sovereignty, our responsibility. We were designed and predestined. There are good works that God's predestined us for. We just got to do it. Yeah, and part of our problem is because, again, we look at things in a linear sense, and God yeah. doesn't. He yeah. sees it all simultaneously. Yeah, and, and I think that's the biggest problem is it's the time, it's being bound by the time issue that God is not bound by that really messes us up. Yeah, because, because we, we can't comprehend. We can't, can't comprehend things outside the linear way that which God does things. Now, God, God speaks to us through time-related language because that's what we understand, but God is outside of time, and God is not bound by time. And so when there's things that happen in time, it's hard to fully express the fullness of the infiniteness of God within time by bounds. And so um, those are some just examples that we see in Scripture of this, this tension we feel between man's responsibility, God's sovereignty. How does it all work? I don't know, but I do know this. When it comes to man's freedom, the Bible makes clear that we are held responsible for every decision we make. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. With and, and, and that's a clearly known. It's clearly known. And yet you have this idea, you have these pictures of God, you know, helping Pharaoh to make his decision of allowing a spirit to deceive these prophets. You even have this idea of, in Romans chapter 1, when it talks about man rejecting God, remember they 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 exchange the truth for a lie, and you see this progression of deterioration of the moral um, life of people that reject God. And in three times in Romans chapter 1, it says, God gave them over. God gave them over. God gave... So even in the deterioration of people, there's this act of God of saying, if that's what you want, like, here you go. Mm-hmm. So... Even even in man's rebellion, there's an act of God saying, go ahead. Like, God's never not active. God's always active. God's always working. God's always involved. There's nothing that he looks at and is surprised at. There's nothing he looks at and says, well, I wonder how that happened. Like, mm-hmm. there's... Or that's out of control. Or that, oh, man, <laughs> like, I can't believe that just happened. That Like, I had no plan for that. And even when you have the genealogy, and we've talked about the genealogy of Jesus in the book of Matthew... Every woman that's that's in there shouldn't have been there, right? You know, you have Beth, Bathsheba. 
she shouldn't have. I mean, David Rahab. Rahab, you have, um, you know, Tamar, you have Ruth, like Ruth was a Moabite. She shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have all of these il- illustrations of God saying, I'm going to weave in man's man's sinful choices, bad choices, rebellious choices, all into my sovereign plan and will to show that you cannot thwart what I'm going to do. And so again, when when we look at the word of God and it shares this tension of, okay, man is responsible and we have the ability to make choices of whether or not, I mean, I am free right now, Dan, to smack you across the face. You indeed are. Right? Like I could do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Right? I would advise against it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would never do that. But I think like, yes, we all have choices. All yeah. of us have choices. Yeah. And, and I think... We we should never blame our choices on the on. It's not like the the older brothers are like, well, God just chose us to do this, so don't blame me. Like that's that's a wrong way of looking at, at it. Things. It is, and yet for some, it becomes a convenient excuse not to do what God has asked man to yeah. do, which is to to govern themselves, yeah. to, to use moral choices yeah. that glorify God, yeah. and that's where. You know the extreme the extreme views are rarely where God is working, yeah. and and we and we have to make sure that that in our pursuit for absolutes that we that we don't forget that we are dealing with something that's supernatural, not yes, simply 100%. natural, because yeah. we want logic, we want yeah. explanations, we yes. want evidence. Because in God's mind, there's no external control that's making Him do anything. Right. Never. There's never an external control into his mind that influences his decisions. For us, we have lots of influences. And we, lots of limitations. And lots of limitations. And so when it comes to, we don't just make a decision. that We make decisions because of, I think, of how this person will think or because of my nat, you know, natural proclivity. Well, and realistically, and, and, we're making decisions for reasons we don't even know we're making yeah, decisions. So, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on in our decision making. There's a lot of influences. That's what I'm saying. And so God is is absolutely one of those influences that we can't deny when we do make decisions. We're not completely free from God's influence mm-hmm. on on our decisions we make. And so how that all works together, <clears throat> I, I I know it's there and and we shouldn't shy away from it. But I think if we try to, again, I think the uh, the analogy, what we're talking about, that we're within this box of understanding. And if we're trying to understand what things are outside of the box, man, we're just going to just feel really frustrated with that. But but we know that God is in control. We know that we are responsible and that God expects us to obey him. And so, and to follow him and to trust in him and to put our, our, our belief in him. And so, so that that with the knowledge we have let's let's be obedient with the knowledge we have yeah and you know one of the dangers there's actually a philosophical branch called finite godism and the yeah. finite godism yeah, is we we're don't. in a box right <clears throat> but there's nothing outside of the box mm. what we have to realize is god has placed us in a box but there's a whole lot more outside of the box that 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 that, that god is working in and yes. and has authority over right. that we cannot see because we're in right. the box right 100%. so and and he gives us a little glimpse every once in a while we can peek through the cracks but that's right you know we don't know everything that's out we there we don't know so, nope well this this you know i have love we made these... things clear as mud <laughs> <laughs> I, you know but i love these conversations because 
you know, you may be driving down the road while you're listening to our podcast and now you got another 30 minutes to go. Well, I hope you're thinking about this. I hope you're yeah. praying about it. And I hope you're applying the faith that God says is without faith, it's impossible to please him. Some of the conclusions you reach have to be faith-based conclusions because we don't have all the information available to us. So lean into the faith of God. Lean into the authority of God. Lean into the word of God as you sort through these things. And you will get Never complete clarity, but you'll get more clarity as you progress. That's good. Well, this is this has been a great conversation, Ben. Thanks as always. You're the smartest guy I know. I love Mm. talking to you. And um, I feel like we left so many things on the on. We didn't get into. I mean, we this is just skimming the surface. I mean, the entire novels of this is not uh, even one hundred one of theological books have been written on this, but we just we just covered it. Yeah, and hopefully, you know what we our desire is never to answer all your questions. The desire is to be hungry, search, yeah, 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 pursue. Good. So, as always, thanks for listening to us at Life Talks. You can always drop us feedback, comments, questions, or anything else you want to at lifetalks at lifecharlotte.com. Until next time, thanks as always for joining us here at Life Talks. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well. So leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. Life Talks is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit lifecharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.